0: In this week's SME feature we speak to former Miss SA Bogang Monjane, about her entrepreneurial journey. Bogang, take us through your business journey. Where did it all begin?
1: Oh my goodness. Um I mean the first company I opened up it was Bogang Legacy and I was still in varsity. You know, even then while I was still studying I still felt like I want to be you know I want to be a boss lady I want to own my own country I want to employ I mean my own company I want to employ people so um, I mean it started then that's when I opened the company in 2008 I think I was still doing you know my final year in varsity and yeah and that's how it started and ever since then obviously I have like now I'm running four organizations which is fantastic such a blessing and yeah It's been fantastic.
0: And what are the current offerings right now? I know you have the hair business Mm -hmm. side of things. What else is available?
1: Um, I mean, Bokang Legacy. Bokang Legacy, what it does, uh, that's the first company. um, I do seminars for women, it's called the I Am Woman seminar. So we do them quarterly in Gauteng and in Limpopo. And basically we focus on you being a woman that, you know, you're allowed to be feminine. You know, you don't need to be tough and take on, you know, uh, male ways of doing things to, to be, you know, to be respected. And so there we get motivational speakers, other entrepreneurs to come through and speak to these women. And then again, we also focus on the fun stuff that women really don't get time to do anymore, which is You know, we focus on hair, we focus on makeup. Why? Because we're saying it's okay for you to be strong, to be tough in the business industry or whatever, whichever industry you're in. But also still take care of yourself and pamper yourself because you are a woman. And then also, it's the hair business. The hair business, it's called Bakang's Hair. So that falls under Bakang Legacy as well and the reason why I started that is that the hair industry in our own country is owned mostly by Chinese and Nigerian and I keep saying why 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 can't we take hold of this industry and and you know we start selling the hair to each other why and and so I realized that there's still a little gap in the market and then I thought to myself why not? And people sometimes usually, you know, um, they want a brand they can relate to. Mm-hmm. So if I'm coming as a former Miss South Africa, I'm Bokang. I've been wearing weaves for a very long time, you know. <laughs> and so it's, it's it's I feel like it just went hand in hand with everything that, you know, I stand for. And then I have SB Powerhouse, which I own with my partner. And that's an events company as well. And we do a lot of events. And, and then there's TVF, mm-hmm. And um, that's a production house where so I do production for SB. You see, I hope I can say that. I think you guys. <laughs> yes, you're more. Than I think welcome. you guys are. <laughs> So, yes, yeah, so I do uh, productions for, for SABC. One of them is Zaziwa, which mm-hmm. is very popular. And it's been great. It's been fantastic because, um you know, the the response you get from people when they love your show. You know, for me, it's more it's more than just entertaining, but it's also making people's dreams come true because we get these young people who just want to be presenters and want to be on TV. And I feel like I'm part of the journey of giving them that kind of an opportunity. So I feel great about that. And, of mm-hmm. course, the last one is Pokamunjana Foundation. Which for me is the most important out of all the, 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 the organizations I run because it's just the closest to my heart. And um, what I do with my foundation, I have what we call the Day to Dream campaign. Okay. So, the Day to Dream campaign, we go to schools, we speak to young people. You know, first, I get young, inspirational people to come through to tell their stories because young people just want to know guess what? Bokam Munjani is just an ordinary girl from Limpop and she became in South Africa. My goodness, so can I. I can be anything I want to be in the world. So it's just giving us, the public figures, an opportunity to tell our stories, you know, because kids want to relate to you. Mm-hmm. And then aside from that, then, you know, I have amazing partners, Bo, Love Live, NYDA, people who just feel like we want to come on board and be a part of this great initiative. Mm-hmm. So it's just basically going to schools and touching lives. And then we have the Bokang uh, Munjana Foundation camp as well, where by the end of the year, we take girls away and it's just that focusing on teenage pregnancy as well you know sex education career guidance and yeah so those are some of the stuff I do it's a big bag it is but I'm loving it mm-hmm. I think in each and every single uh, company I'm doing I'm doing what I love yeah. you know so it's not really exhausting or tiring of course there's always challenges but it's just one of those things of you know I wake up with, with an oomph mm-hmm. because hey I'm doing what I love and it feels good
0: now you mentioned the inspirational side of what you get mm. from all the projects that you do and it's it's lovely to see somebody who actually has a whole lot of projects that they have their hands in. What do you make of the current SME space in South Africa? The current? SME space in South Africa. Is it an entrepreneurial space that we need to still be encouraging mm-hmm. as opposed to teaching our young to go to school to become a doctor as
1: opposed to become a doctor with your own practice? You know for me I feel the biggest when it comes to our education system, even in varsity, is that you go to school and you are you study whatever it is you're studying, but you're not taught how to run your own company. You know, I mean, now I'm a mom and I look at, you know, somebody who's a simple pediatrician. I take my child there all the time. You, you go to university and that's what you study, but nobody teaches you how to run your own practice. You're not taught that in university. And for me, it's such a big problem. When I did PR at the University of Johannesburg, nobody said uh, this is actually how you can run your own PR company. And for me, I feel there's still a huge gap. I feel especially with our situation in our country, we need to be more entrepreneurial in terms of varsity studies, we need to teach our young people to be entrepreneurs. And I think also, you know, um, working with young people, I, I feel our young people have a level of entitlement. Like I I'm deserving of this I'm deserving of a job I'm deserving now we need to start teaching our young people start your own you know, try and start something that you absolutely love. And instead of going out there and complaining uh, about the unemployment issue in our country, be part of the solution and say, I'm going to start my own company and I want to help in that area. And mm. I want to employ so many people in my company. So in terms of that, I really feel there's a huge gap. Yeah. yeah.
0: And when it comes to female representation, particularly mm. in this space,
1: what are your <laughs> views <laughs> around that? <laughs> I think we still have a long way to go. I think we really have a long way to go. I mean, I, I, I will take, for example, just, you know, being Miss South Africa. You become Miss South Africa and you work with so many organizations in your year. For example, the sponsors, people who are part of your lives, and most of them, the top positions, it is white males. You know, um, and for me, it's such a huge problem. I feel we still have such a long way to go in terms of getting our females in the right positions. And it doesn't mean we're incapable. We are. Most mm-hmm. definitely. I just feel, you know, I think, you know, people are still not really that open to change. We talk about it and we say, yes, transformation, this and that. But yeah, it's it's really, you know, for me personally, I just feel like it's 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 happening at a very slow pace.
0: Now, what would you say to a young entrepreneur who wants to make the jump without the the experience and without uh, financial backing, which is some of the the Mm. issues that come Mm. up when you speak to entrepreneurs who want to leave their jobs and start Mm. something of their own? Would you say the monetary value or the monetary start is important though?
1: I think it's very, very important. But what I would say is firstly, there's a lot of institutions and organizations in the country that are actually there to assist young people. They just don't make a lot of noise about it in terms of these companies or these organizations don't say, hey, we are actually here, we can actually assist you. So I think the first thing you need to do is obviously make a lot of research. I personally would say I really struggled when I opened my company while I was still a student uh, because I didn't have the capital to do a lot of things so what did i do i was giving modeling acting and uh, public speaking lessons you know and what i did was i went to my varsity and i said i need this arts room i need to use it so i can start generating income for myself and i'll pay a certain month uh, mm-hmm. a certain amount you know but what i'm saying is it took my title for me to to have all these other opportunities you know open to me but not every single girl is going to be in south africa mm-hmm. you know and so what you need to do is um I would I would advise you have a job, have a full-time job. Because what people don't know is that even after Miss South Africa, I went and I worked for a mining company. I made sure that I had an income every day while I was still working mm-hmm. on my other company so they can start generating money and I can start having that income. And I think a lot of young people, we become so hasty in making that decision. We leave our jobs. You know, we just want to leave. You're miserable yeah. and you just want to start your own thing. No, 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 no. My advice would be continue working, so you do actually have that certain amount of money that takes care of your monthly expenses mm. while you're working on, on something else. I mean, that's how you can actually get rich. That's how you should do it. You know, do not leave your full-time job and and then just focus, because it's a long, <laughs> it's, 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 it's extremely hard. Mm. It's really, really hard, especially when it comes to the capital, because you actually, for every single business, we all know you actually need a certain amount of money to start a company. Yeah. So I would say have your full-time job and and work work through the night if you have to you know um i've worked you know like i'm saying when i worked for for a mining company i worked for a very very you know wealthy person and um I would get an email at 3 o'clock, you know, I would only see it in the morning when I wake up. And I promise you, people who work hard, you know, are not um, necessarily still trying to get there. Mm -hmm. You know, some of the wealthiest people in the country or in the world, they really work hard. They don't sleep while the rest of us are sleeping. So I would say stick to your job and, you know, if you have to work through the night to start your own thing and make sure it's sustainable and can give you a proper income, then do so. That's exactly what. I did. Mm -hmm. As soon as I knew now I have a few contracts you know uh, for production now I have a few contracts for events then I was like okay fine now you will have your proper income that you actually like from your own company so it's fine Mm -hmm. because that's very important. Any challenges in this journey? Of course it has been a lot. (laughs) I think the first thing is you know um, I think the the biggest advantage for me also becomes um, you know my my, the biggest challenge for me when you're a beauty queen, people don't really want to take you that seriously. Mm-hmm. And so it's, it's one of those things of you you need to try as much as you can. So you use your title uh, to get you that specific meeting. But when you mm-hmm. get in there, people are, of course, waiting with that. Mm, Let's see if she does actually have brains. Mm. So it becomes such a challenge, but it's 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 great, you know, because if you can, you're good with the presentation part and you've got the brains, then it's not so much of, of a challenge. But it's always just the transition from being a beauty queen to a businesswoman, you know. It's yeah. always, uh, you always have to, to work extra harder than most people to prove a point, to say, hey, I'm actually here, take me seriously, this is actually what I want. But if you're smart enough, you can always do that while you're still South Africa so people get to know you and know what you stand for Mm. because immediately after that then people start saying we want to work with you now you know Sun International doesn't own you anymore we want to work with you because we saw this and that in your in your year but I mean aside from that it's just you know it's just the simple stuff like getting certain deals and what I would say to anyone is um, it's not easy you're not going to get everything that you want and uh, but it's okay you know a few doors will probably be shut in your face okay. but that's okay you know it's part of life and you just carry yourself and you know get yourself up and you go on for the next deal mm. yeah
0: now let's talk about developing your own hair brand I was yeah. quite excited when I heard about <laughs> this tell us about the brand and we you spoke about uh, briefly about how you got to mm. developing your own brand mm. I want us to talk about how you got to this point and why
1: um i think like i said um i just saw a huge gap and um you know you we buy this hair from people where all we have in terms of contact with them is a telephone number Mm. so they give you hair that looks nice and after a week the hair is all tangled up and horrible and you can't even call them back and say but now the hair is not so great blah 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 so i think for me i wanted to give people that security to say um here's a hair brand that you can relate to it's you know um from a South African person, uh, Mm -hmm. somebody that you know, and should you have a problem with it, if you don't like something about it, you can always bring it back. You know exactly where to find me. Mm. And I think people find a level of security, you know? And the other reason as well, what I also realize is that, very often, you'd have to go and buy your hair somewhere, and then, but you go and do your hair somewhere else. Yeah. So I realized that a lot of salons don't have proper hair suppliers. Mm-hmm. So I thought to myself, great. Now, people are usually going to buy hair from people's boots. Uh, and so uh, I want them, when they go to that salon to find the hair there. Mm-hmm. And so for me, it worked very well. Because the other thing as well is, if a person is a regular at a specific salon and my hair's there, they're gonna use it. The mm-hmm. person walks in, like for example, now I say to you, I know you'll find my hair at Midori Salon in Sancton. When you go there, You go there for the hair, but you're going to end up doing your hair in the very same salon anyway. Mm. So it worked well as well for the salons that I, you know, I'm in partnership with. And I think what also people loved um, in terms of the salon owners, it was just, you know, the media mileage in terms of social media that they get from me as well to say, you can find my hair here and there, blah, blah, blah. And so people obviously go there. But for me, like I'm saying, I just saw a gap in the industry. And I just thought you know it's it's Mm ours to take we need to take control of this this issue
0: it's uh, seemingly competition is picking up in the, yeah. in the business. Yeah. How are you responding to that? And how have people responded
1: to no, your brand? Particular? I think it's, you know what? There's always competition. Mm. There's always competition, but it's just about you keeping up with the new trends. Yeah. You know, what's in, you know, I mean, now people want the hair with uh, two colors, blue, black and blue. <laughs> and, and that's what's in. And yeah. I have to make sure that I actually supply that. I have to make sure I say to the suppliers, listen, guys, this is what we need. And these are the colors we one, this is what's in demand mm. So I think when it comes to that It's just part of the journey It's part of business There's always <laughs> competition There's always new trends And you just need to keep up with it yeah. And yeah You can't stick to the You know All try and test it Not if you want to be You know Successful in your business So mm. I think for me That's exactly what I've been doing I've just been pushing 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 When I can say Oh this is in People now are asking For more curly hair Because it's this and that When it's summer They want curly hair mm. When it's winter You know those kind of stuff And then you're like Okay it's cool that's what people want you give them what they want and the costing yeah i understand this uh, this is quite
0: a costly <laughs> exercise <laughs> for women and uh, it is i've always asked myself that is it because the merchandise that you as a, as an outlet are buying it's mm-hmm. expensive to outsource it it's expensive to buy it and therefore it is expensive on the retail market How does that work?
1: You know what? It is expensive, firstly, to order it and then to ship it and then it's customs and then again is the packaging, Mm -hmm. you know. And one thing I can tell you, though, is that Uh, As much as it might be, because now with me, uh, it's not just 100% human hair only. I also have your uh, synthetic Synthetic. one. And for me, the reason why I did that is because I want every single person from all different levels of life to be able to afford the hair. Mm. Do you understand what Mm. I'm saying? And one thing I can tell you, which is the honest truth. Even from the time when we were kids, you should know. You know when it's month end, mama Mm. is going to take you to a salon. You're going to get your hair relaxed. Why? I (laughs) promise you. And, you know, I I promise you women always have a budget Mm. for hair. It's like, it's your crown. Do you understand? Okay. And, and the funny thing <laughs> is, you know, everything that I always do, uh, you know, like I said with the few, uh, women's seminars, it's always to make people feel good. And funny thing is hair does make women feel good. Mm. If you're having a bad hair day, I promise you, you feel so horrible at work. You don't even want to wake up because your hair doesn't look so good. Yeah. And so for me, it's, 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 it's just everything, you know, incorporating everything into my main message. Feel yeah. good. Feel good as a woman. And so, yeah.
0: I like that. <laughs> Lastly, where to for Miss Bogang Munjan?
1: Where to? I mean, now that I'm a mom, I am enjoying every single moment of it. Hey, and it is just the greatest blessing. I think um, it changes everything. It changes the way you see things. It's Mm -hmm. (laughs) the way you just view the world it really changes. I think for the past years it's been about me accomplishing what I want all for me, 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 me and now this little human being is here and my whole world has just changed you know and um, hopefully I'll see you guys soon because there's two new projects that I'm launching. Uh, They're really big uh, Mm -hmm. for me personally and they all have to do with in relation to, to being a parent as well, you okay. know. Um, so, yeah, it's quite exciting. I wish I could just say it now because <laughs> I'm just too excited <laughs> about it. But way to from here, there are two amazing projects that I'll be launching. And, yeah, so I'm quite excited about it. And I think for me, I've always wanted to do them. But now the greater urge just, you know, came as soon as I became a mom. Mm-hmm. And it was like, yeah, now it's time. I always wanted to do this, but now this is the right time.
0: We look forward to having you back.
1: Thank you. <laughs>
0: that was former Miss South Africa Bogang Munjani talking about her business and entrepreneurial journey in this week's SME feature.